0: Well, hello there.
1: It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Nightwell. It's uh, a weekend went by. Yes. where did it go? I know it went uh, out the window, but I'll
0: tell you, the news never stops, does it?
1: Doesn't it? Well, it depressed me all weekend long. It mm. really did because, you know, now I'm up here in Boston, but the point is, is that you can't say anything, and they, you know... <laughs> They they recycle the news, so you, you'll watch a loop yeah. that is the same crap over and over and over oh, again. Oh, I know
0: that. I know. it's All like, weekend long. Don't they have somebody in the news department who, like, gets new stuff?
1: No. Holy smokes. I know so, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, you're watching the same story over and over and over again, and it was a beautiful weekend for the liberals because they could sit there and talk about how bad Trump is, and he's got... Uh, you know three indictments and number 4 down the coming down the track
0: you told me just before the program started that some news anchor said something about four indictments
1: well yeah there was a, it was an abc now i think it was national actually and sat there and said yeah trump has got uh, been uh, has pleaded guilty to four indictments i'm going hang hey, he didn't plead guilty <laughs> but i know that's they're planting that thought and you hear that thing over and over and over again, and it programs into your mind. It's almost like when you were driving down the road and you used to see the signs every 100 feet, the Burma-shaped signs. Yes. You know, After a while, called, it becomes your product. You see it the first time, you don't even notice it. Yeah, it's called simulconsciencing, and that's that's how that works. Yeah. That's the technical term. But they're programming you, and it becomes, it's like the old Coca-Cola things in in the movie films. You know, every so many frames, they put a, One frame of popcorn. Suggestive,
0: what do they call it? uh, Suggestive. Suggestive advertising. Advertising, yep. And it would be a frame of popcorn. And you couldn't see it when you were watching live. It went by so quickly. Now, is
1: that manipulating the news and manipulating the vote? Well, what what do
0: they call segments of entertainment and news on the telly? What do they call them? They call them programs. Are they the trying to tell us something? Are they trying to say we're being
1: programmed? Hmm. Well, if, if you could prove the, uh, you know, the the subliminal effect of this, mm-hmm. that's illegal. That was done away with a long time. There's big federal laws on that, and it has nothing to do with, well, I, I don't have a broadcast license. Sorry. Uh, that federal law supersedes that. You can't do it anyway. You what know. do they
0: call uh, that box with that tube in the uh, living room? They call it the television. Uh, <laughs> All right, you're stretching yeah. now. Uh, I know.
2: <laughs> That's true, <laughs> I am. Hey, it, um,
0: Ron DeSantis made the news over the weekend. Um, you know, and, and you got to, I don't have, do I have the audio? I think I do. Yes, I do. I want you to hear the anchor because she really wants him to answer a question. I'll just leave it like that. But DeSantis publicly declared that President Joe Biden legitimately secured his 81 million votes in the Um. 2020 election and that Donald Trump lost. That's what Ron DeSantis said. But I want you to listen to the way that he says it. Did he? No, that's, that's the story, right? But did he? He says it, but he... Goes all around the block answering the question. It's like I don't want to say this. It's like it's painful for the guy. And uh, this was uh, Ron DeSantis a couple of days ago. Maybe it was. Uh, maybe it was on the, one of the Sunday shows. I'm not really sure exactly. I think it was one of the Sunday shows. And listen to this.
3: So you recently said the election is what it is. You said all those theories that were put out did not prove to be true. So can we just put this to bed so you don't have to be asked about this a million more times? Yes or no, did Donald Trump lose the 2020 election?
4: Whoever puts their hand on the Bible on January 20th every four years uh, is the winner. And, And I don't think the election, and I've pointed out in that same quote, and I've said this from the very beginning, Uh, When they changed the rules for COVID, I think that was wrong. I think some of those changes run constitutional. When they do mass mail ballots, I think that's wrong. I think ballot harvesting is wrong. I think the Zuckerbucks were wrong. I think the fact that the FBI was working with Facebook and these other uh, tech companies to censor the Hunter Biden story uh, was wrong. And so I don't think it was the perfect election. I remember after a lot of the media was saying this is the most secure election in history. How could it be the most secure with those millions of mail ballots going on the same time? At the time, after the election, they were talking about Maduro um, stealing votes on the voting machines or whatever, and none of those theories proved to be true. But here's the issue that I think is important for Republican voters to think about. Why did we have all those mail votes? Because of Trump turned the government over to Fauci. They embraced lockdowns. They did the CARES Act which funded mail-in ballots across the country. Donald Trump signed that bill that funded the mail ballots that all the Republicans have been so concerned about. Uh, And also with the censorship of the Hunter Biden. That was Donald Trump's FBI that was working with that. He didn't have control over his own government. So me as the nominee, we will not let them run circles around us. If there is ballot in Florida, we ban ballot harvesting, right? I think that's what you should do. If there is ballot harvesting that's allowed in like Nevada, we are going to do it too. We're not gonna fight with one hand tied behind our backs. And so uh, I think all of those issues were very problematic, but at the end, at the end of the day, you know, Donald Trump helped facilitate That whole set of circumstances.
3: Okay, but respectfully...
4: You did not clearly answer that question. And if you can't give a yes or no because on whether or not Trump lost, then how well, can of course, you, no. Of, of course he lost. Uh, Trump lost the 2020 of, election. Of course. Okay. Uh, Joe Biden's the president. But the issue is, I think what, what people in, in the media and elsewhere, they want to act like somehow this was just like the perfect election. So I don't think uh, it was a, it was a good run election. But I also think Republicans didn't fight back. You've got to fight back when that is happening, and you shouldn't have provided all the money to fund the mail-in ballots.
0: It's amazing to uh, to hear him talk about uh, the poorly run election, how he, he just he doesn't want to answer the question, but she's persistent. And I was thinking, why is she so persistent? And, you know, we live in a world of clips and cuts and snippets. Right. And someone down the road is going to take that snippet now where he says, of course he of course he lost the election. And that's all well, they're going to use in that interview. It's going to be in commercials or, or promotions. You
1: watch. Well, I've heard three different interviews over the weekend. And all the commentators, the news people are doing the same. Let's just stick to the question. Yes or no. Yeah. You know, like an attorney driving. And sometimes you got to throw the, the, the question back in their face and stuff it down their throat going, it's a trick question. Don't answer it because. You, but Bill, this, that's
0: that's the honest. What you just said is the honest and the right thing to do. But politicians are always thinking around corners. That you know, trying they trying to.
1: They want to dance around it yes. to get you because what they're trying to do right now, they know that the election was stolen. They know that they did not allow anybody to ask any questions, and there were questions like my hints earlier in the, the program when we started. You know. When when do you sit there and challenge? There were challenges put forward. But is it 1%, 2%, 3%, 5%, 10%, 20%? At what point in time do the safeties kick in and say, wait, we've got to go back and halt the count and go back and look at this? Now, Pence, lying bastard that he is, sat there and said, I upheld the Constitution. I didn't have the right to do this. I was told to do that. No, Mr. Pence, you were asked to pause the count so that we could go and investigate. You were the final safety gap in this train that went off the track. So you, sir, are the reason that we have a guy in office that is senile, that didn't draw a crowd anywhere. You, you show me one video, one video, and I'll shut up, where Joe had a big crowd before. For the election yeah, leading up to, he did not draw. I drove by one in Scranton at PNC Park, and he had three people there. Him, I think it was, uh, what's the guy from CNN? uh, Uh, uh,
0: Anderson Cooper?
1: Yeah, Anderson Cooper on stage. Joe, uh, some security, and two people sitting out in the crowd on PNC field. And there was maybe a half dozen cars, and those were secret service. So tell me, show me that this guy won, because if he won by the landslide he did, there would have been a crowd, but there was no crowd anywhere. Mm -hmm. If he won by the landslide that he did, there wouldn't be any questions anywhere. And show me how at 1.30 in the morning in Pennsylvania, the votes just, 800,000 votes just went away. Hey, yesterday
0: I spent 13 hours driving. And um, it gives you a lot of time to listen to commentators and to think. And, um, you know, I heard the clip, and I haven't got it. I, I was kind of in a rush this morning to get audio. And, uh, but Mike Pence uh, is truly a turncoat and a traitor. He is probably going to testify against Trump. Uh, he and Bill Barr, right? These were people who were supposed to be trusted, uh, counted on people. They're going to probably testify. But Trump, his people want the trials to be televised. And Smith, that. Smith is fighting to stop it. You're exactly right. They're trying to keep us in the dark. And Trump is saying, no, no, we need light. We need the people to see what's going on because they want to they get Bill Barr in the stands. They want to get Mike Pence
1: on the stand because they're going to tear him apart. Well, you know, Barr, even in his thing saying, no, the, you know, the, uh, the election, you know, Trump lost. Yeah. You know, but he's going, there was no evidence. And I thought that was interesting. There was no evidence. That doesn't mean that the evidence doesn't exist. Just means that there was nothing presented or nothing allowed to be presented because we never investigated. Although, as you pointed out, eighteen states sat there and said, well, no, you know what? We want to sit there and take some time and look into this." All right, Arizona, which has been the big, uh, the big, big, uh, yeah, uh, big problem mark. state. Yeah, yeah. All right, and and they have that uh, that computer and uh, the software. Actually, they use third party software and the software is supposed to be certified. That third-party software was not certified and has glitches in it, yet they passed this whole thing through, which Mm -hmm. means that everybody down the line, and you know there's going to be a Democrat appointee, just like uh, a judge that uh, overturned uh, uh, Trump's uh, claim is a Clinton appointee. You know, all these judges are Democratic appointees and America needs to wake up and see what's going on here. This is a one-party system. Yeah, and that's and they're they're going to hold on to what they 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 can because what's going to happen is they're going to make it a complete one-party system. The Republican Party will go away, and then the Romneys and the uh, McConnells of the world will just become, you know, Patriot Democrats or whatever. They'll be Democrats. You well, know, and that's we are. We're on the
0: the the, the uh, precipice of something very major, I think, going on. I don't think, uh, and I, you know, we we had a few days off, and and uh, I think one of our last shows we talked about. Well, you know, is something happening in the background, and, and we both kind of agreed. Well, maybe it's not. And I I really thought over the weekend I did a little investigating, and I I think there is something going on that we're not. Mm-hmm privy to, and I think Trump is privy to. I think Trump is, uh, you know, we used to talk about him being one of these uh, press, uh, chess players who thinks five moves ahead of his opponent, and we kind of laugh at that. But, you know, with all of his faults, and he has faults, personality faults sometimes, although I think he's a pretty pretty wonderful uh, president and terrific candidate, but there are some people who just uh, have a hard time with his... Uh, his kind of, they call it, egotistical personality. I, I call it confident, okay, and there's a difference between being egotistical and being confident. Uh, but I think he's a, a brilliant man. You can't do what he's done in his private life and then do what he, he did in the four years as president. And you got to remember, we were cooking with gas for four years. This was not a country that was having a hard time until the the damn... Uh, pandemic came along, and and we know where that came from, don't we? But um, mm-hmm. uh, I I think that uh, he is sending signals to us, you know. And watch this, watch this. They're going to come out with more stuff about uh, Hunter sometime this week. I got it'll happen.
1: Trust me. Well- We didn't hear about Hunter all weekend long. We didn't hear about Joe Biden all weekend long. Hey,
5: listen, listen, Here's Bill Hemmer. It's nearly goose eggs with the exception of MSNBC, three hours and 45 minutes. Then we want to figure out the Sunday show coverage of the Devin Archer transcript. And here it is, Dana. Mm -hmm. Uh, Goose eggs across the board. Zero minutes of coverage on CBS, ABC, NBC, Mm -hmm. or CNN. Isn't that amazing?
0: Zero minutes of coverage about Devin Archer. You know, his transcript was released last week and it was it was incredibly damaging to the Biden family and and specifically to Joe Biden. Never mind Hunter. Hunter is a he's a a pawn in this game. And the major news outlets completely ignored it. Now, if you are an older person like I am, I want you to go back in the Wayback Machine to the 1970s and Watergate, and try to imagine not a word being mentioned about uh, the plumbers or or anything that pertained to Watergate. I mean, they would change they would change window shades in the apartments, and they would talk about it uh, during that whole Watergate period. Everything was important about Watergate. They would change the lines in the uh, parking garage, and they would talk about it during the Watergate hearings. Uh, But to think that Devin Archer can dump all of this massive evidence on the plates of the news media and have them completely ignore it? Come on. Mm -hmm. Come on. But anyway, today, uh, this week, I was reading this article, the Atlanta Courthouse... Uh, has been locked down uh, ahead of Fannie Willis's decision to charge Trump over his efforts to challenge the 2020 elections in Georgia. They're expecting that that's going to drop any second now, but it'll probably happen right around the time something really important is going to come out and, and
1: damage the Biden administration. You watch. Yeah, well, yeah, th- th- it's going to be time. But, you know, uh, and she's got some problems. Apparently, uh, Georgia officials, Fulton County, mm-hmm. uh, they knew for weeks about uh, tabulating problems. So they did have a count problem that they totally chose to ignore. And, you know, they're going after Trump. Here is the charge, okay? It, it, it's his mouth. It's, it, it, he can't shut up, you know, and, and, and it's words. yeah. And, and it's a tape recording of him saying that uh, all I want to do is find. Keyword, mm-hmm. Find. 11,780 votes. Yeah. Okay. That didn't say let's take these votes and overturn them, which by the way has been said by every democrat that's lost any congressional or yes. you know <laughs> representative seat in the damn United States. Go back and look even yep. the last election and they have they have actually they took the house once by sitting there going through every election we lost. Let's yeah. go through And let's see if we can recount, throw out Republican votes and find those lost Democrat votes. And they did it because the Republicans were too lazy to fight it, and they allowed the seat to be flipped. So the Democrats, you know, uh, don't do as I do, do as I say, and you are not allowed to find those 11,780 votes. Which, yeah, you probably should have had and you did have, but uh, we threw him away. We lost him. I'm sorry, but there's yeah. no evidence. You know, she's going to well, have you a know, problem.
0: But- they're, they're trying to punish Trump for den- for claiming that the election was rigged. Now, this is one, one well, of the things that Jack Smith is going after Trump for.
1: Right. And you know what? You can't do that because, look, he's okay. He was here. Freedom of speech. You cannot yeah. say, I want to find 11,780 votes. He's not allowed to have freedom of thought. I believe that the election was stolen. Yeah, you I do think too. Be, yeah, but you can't do that. You're a denier oh, if you do that. And well, that, you, you don't have the right to do that, so that you don't have freedom of thought, you don't have freedom of speech. Um, what else do you not have? You, oh, you don't have freedom to believe anything.
0: Yeah. Well, this is going to be uh, an interesting few months, I think, friends. If you are... Um, if you are a fan of, uh, of Trump, uh, the, if you're a fan of his uh, following, I don't like to call it movement. Movement tries to make uh, the MAGA uh, people out to be some kind of uh, revolutionary kind of thing. And I would, I would claim that uh, the people who follow Donald Trump are rock-solid, purebred Americans who believe in the Constitution and everything this country stands for. And I don't, when you call it a movement, you make it, you minimize it. You make it sound like we are the radicals. We are the exception. And that's just not the case. Well, Jim, according to Facebook, you are a radical. That's true, Bill. That's very true. I am. You you joined that club. We should point that out to our listeners. If you're trying to find our latest episode, it may be a little difficult on Facebook now for absolutely no reason. By the way. We don't swear for the most part on this program. We say some, you know, little, you know, nothing that's really upsetting. We don't do that on this program, okay? We are kind of like the program you could run on any major network without having a beep. And we are
1: cleaner than the 6 o'clock evening news. You're absolutely
0: correct. And, you know, the only thing that they don't like is the fact that we think for ourselves, and it doesn't line up with how they think. But the thing is, they own the servers, so out of nowhere, and, and I just said this before we started the program to Bill. I said, you know, I tried to post the, the latest episode on
1: that social network. I'm banned. Yeah. I can't even do anything on it. I mean, and they, they got me. They said eight speech. Our committee.
0: This isn't about the committee for gu- guidelines. And I thought, wait a second. I've been doing this every day for a year and a half.
1: No problem. You see my right. stuff. You know what we do. And I'm it. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something that somebody did. They had a Fox News thing. Uh-huh. They made a meme. This person uh, was was a rock jock that's out of work now. Can't find a job anywhere. And good, I hope they never find a job. Mm-hmm. But they they show they show uh, a dog taking taking a dump into a see a uh, 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 a Fox newscaster's mouth. Number oh my one. god! But that that's that's not hate. Yeah, that's that's not foul or dirty. Hey, no, 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 no. How many, no, no. how many,
0: how many different uh, pictures and videos on Facebook do you see of, of drag shows and guys running around in skimpy g strings and dancing in front of five year olds and everyone's uh, just having a great old time doing that uh, that uh, drag queen thing and uh, n- not a problem. They'll run it. Oh, oh that's yeah. that's fine. You know, it's trans. But if you happen to talk like an American, you know, I, so, the hey friends, we're going to try to uh, figure a way to get it so that you know that we've reposted a program. But as far as posting the program specifically on, on uh, Facebook, we probably will have difficulty doing that. If well, you well. cannot find our program, you can find it on Truth Social, okay? Truth Social. Uh, uh, is it on Twitter, Bill? Are we on X now? Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, we're on Twitter. It, it goes up on there. Okay. Uh, we are around, but if you can't find it, do yourself a favor. Every day around 11 or 12 o'clock, uh, go over to itsanotherday.com, right? Just itsanotherday.com. It'll be yeah. up there, along with every it's one of our other there. episodes. Itsanotherday.com. The name of the show is It's Another Day with Jim and Bill. So all you have to do is go to itsanotherday.com. And we're there.
1: It's as simple yeah. as that, okay? Well, we also own the dom- domain of jimandbill.com, which uh, was kind of weird, but we haven't... Do we, we post there, Bill? No, I don't have a website built. I either need to build it myself and I'm not a web builder. What if we I just link
0: it to uh, itsanotherday.com? Well,
1: I still have to uh, have to set it up and build it. I'm well, sitting there, I'm basically I can talk about it.
0: As long as, as long as you have to do all the technical, technical
1: work. No, I'm I, saying we need to get somebody that wants to be a fan of the show or a yeah. friend of the show that does that kind of thing. and um, Well, how would they know, contact us? A mail at It's another day dot com. Or uh, you got the phone number there.
0: Yeah. Uh, 833-538-7868. I've said it every day for almost two years, but I go away for a few days and I had to look at the card. 833-538-7868. Well, you
1: have a card in front of you that has yes, all I that do. information. I have to write things have, down at my no. age.
0: I have, Post-its, I have Post-its everywhere, you know? Um Anyway, uh I wanted to play for you something, Bill. I, I found this interview, and you know, I I'm going all weekend thinking about what's going on, and like I said, I had a 13 hour drive and I bumped into this interview in my in my driving, and I thought, oh, I gotta have that interview because it really sums it up. It's an interview with a lady, her name is Dr. Jan Halper Hayes, J A N. H-A-L-P-E-R-H-A-Y-E-S. She's an expatriate. She's a lady who's graduated from Stanford, has her Ph.D. She's a a brilliant lady, former vice president of the Republican overseas and current analyst for the GOP. She is a contributor to uh, GBN. GBN is that new network they have in England, Great Britain News, which has taken off. I mean, it's, it's gone like you wouldn't believe. And you say, well how can it be so successful so quickly? Well, it's backed up by a guy named John Malone. John Malone is an American businessman. He owns a bunch of stuff, including he's looking at, uh, would you believe, CNN right now, if he doesn't already own it. And uh, he is a a multi-billionaire, and uh, he makes his money buying and selling media. He owned the Discovery Channel for a long time, Um, and I think he Mm -hmm. sold it to Universal. But uh, Jan Halper Hayes is a very smart, grounded lady. She is um, uh, a consultant. Uh, She participates in a Department of Defense task force. I mean, you know, you don't get to participate in a task force for the Department of Defense and be a crackpot, you know? Nope. So she was on GBN. I got it broken down into two parts. So that we can talk for a few minutes, because she says a lot. This is just a lady. She's a, a brilliant lady. She's a Trump supporter, obviously. And she's being talked to by anchors who are so woke, so liberal. And you'll hear it in their in their condescending way of talking. My God. I mean, nobody can believe Trump. I mean, he's, is he as trustworthy as a chocolate teapot? <laughs> you got to hear this. It's a, It's absolutely amazing. Uh, But anyway, she does. She does a great job. This is Jan Halper Hayes. There are real questions to be
2: answered here. There are. Yeah, of course there are. Of course there are.
3: What he's being accused of. But what part do you think is to answer that the 2020 election is going to be litigated because of this? They've made a huge, huge mistake with this one because even though we thought what was going to happen was they were going to go after him for treason or sedition, but they did criminally charge him, but they didn't go to that extreme. As a result, he has due process so he can subpoena people and bring things in. Now, let me say something about this 2020 election is that Biden is the legitimate president, but he's the legitimate president of what is now the bankrupt U.S. corporation. And that was a treaty in 1871. Well, on September 12, 2018, Trump created an executive order. Within that, he outlined in future elections any kind of foreign or domestic interference, specifically for the 2020 election. So we say, How did he know some of these things were going to happen? Election integrity on both sides of the aisle is tough. It's really tough. But what this has done is it's opened the door for Trump to present his case.
2: Well, that's a good thing, isn't it? Because, I mean, the, because the, I mean, what we see on this side of the pond is a very difficult situation where the legal system is politicized in the United States, which is abhorrent to us over right. here. So the fact that Trump can subpoena, some people saying it's a mistake by Jack Smith, but actually he can subpoena, we, you know, people can actually see evidence from both right. sides. That's a sensible yes, move.
3: Exactly. And, and it's a great mistake by Jack Smith that he's done that. Absolutely great. See, the thing is, think about um, uh, Edward Snowden and all the information he had. Think about the fact that our military, our Department of Defense Space Force, if you think that they don't have the actual real results from the election, then. You're fooling yourself.
2: Yeah, but what we, what we do know with this is there are, we're told um, uh, uh, that there are plenty of notes from people, including Vice President um, Pence, that there are some recordings of, of Donald Trump acknowledging that actually what he said in public was nonsense. ...that some of these states, whether he claimed he was saying it's, I mean, look, Detroit is corrupt. It's all corrupt. The results are corrupt. And that when in reality, he knew it wasn't. That's illegal.
3: But you know what? That's what someone's claiming, but that's not the fact, and that's not what Donald Trump really has ever said. He's been very, very clear. I mean, the issues were, for example, in Pennsylvania, the Supreme Court of the state of Pennsylvania stepped in and changed some of the election laws. Under our Constitution, it's only the state legislators that can do that. 2,000 Mules, the film that came out. What they did, they spent over $4 million tracking the phones. And the reason it's only 2,000 Mules is that based on the visits to the drop boxes in Georgia, they had to have gone over 10 times. And they've got all the film for that. So the thing is that um, the election integrity is so different and so problematic in every single state. Every single state. But that doesn't mean that the machines didn't do something that there were some other kind of finagling, but the long and ins- well, Go ahead.
2: Well it, it doesn't but that's that's where conspiracy comes in, is it to say, well, it doesn't mean that something didn't happen. Well there's no evidence that it happened. I mean no. there's how many how many court cases did the Trump campaign try to bring? There's nothing's gone in his favor. Okay,
3: wait a minute. Everyone, the media goes, oh, there were 60 60 court cases that were rejected. No, there were three. He won two. He lost one. Fifty-seven were never heard because they had no standing. And standing means that the person bringing the case has to claim some kind of impact or injury. So it's really, you know, the media did that, and they're great at doing that, but it, it was a fallacy in there. And the thing is that, um, you know, you know I sit on a task force at the Department of Defense, and the thing is, they've got the goods. They've got the goods. And Trump knew that if he presented any of the goods early on, we'd have a civil war. That he really felt that the people needed to see how bad it could get.
0: Jan Halper-Hayes on uh, GBN in Great Britain. I love it. She says... um, Uh, That he, Biden, is the legitimate president, but he's a legitimate president of what is now a bankrupt U.S. corporation. Right. Uh, Which is, uh, uh, he says, that was a treaty from 1871. On September 12th, 2018, uh, Trump created an executive order. And within, in that order, he outlined in any future elections, any kind of foreign or domestic interference, specifically for the 2020 election, I mean, he—it's—it's it's like Trump was aware that things were about to change and that uh, that this this bankrupt corporation uh, was going to be a thing of the past, and he was saying to Biden, "Yeah, you can be the president of that because that really doesn't exist anymore." You know, we're into something. That you know, we're into something that was the foundation of our country. Now we're back to being an independent sovereign nation, and not that bankrupt 1871 corporation. I I used to poo poo that thing when it first came out, Bill. When I first heard about that, because nobody talked about that until after the 2020 election. You know that bankrupt corporation thing. Mm-hmm. But the more you look into it, I mean, this it's even it's written up. This is it's there. There is, a, there is a corporation that was founded in 1871. That's right. And uh, it was because apparently Great Britain helped fund the Civil
1: War, and we were paying them back. Yeah. I mean, look, we, we have been operating under a sham for years. Yep. And uh, the sham grew legs, arms. And the horns and uh, we're Uh wrestling with that sham right now. It's a devil. But, you know, I I find it interesting uh, when they uh, when they uh, throw a case out, oh, you have no standing. Yeah, because no standing means you cannot prove harm. Now, I shoot a guy and he's dead, bleeding on the ground. There's harm there. Right. All right. But I steal an election. What's the harm? Because nothing well, has happened yet to cause harm, so you have no standing to prove that I stole that election because you, you I haven't been harmed
0: yet. Bill, I'll never understand how 27 United States states can file um, a suit against the elections, file it with the Supreme Court, and have them turn around to those states and say... Uh, this this lawsuit that you sent, that you filed, it has no standing. I mean, what has more standing than a state in a U.S. presidential election?
1: Yeah, and there is harm to the people, you know, because the harm is is that their will was not exercised and carried out because you blank blocked it. And that's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. And you need to at least allow the chance, but see if we if we allow the chance for somebody to go in and discredit it and prove that it was stolen, well, then now you're guilty of something. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they, they have no choice but to do that. Well, you have no standing. Well, you know, uh, an appointee that just happens to be a Democrat appointee threw that case out because it had no merit. They don't want to. Of course, somebody guilty of something doesn't want to hear about the crime or the charge against them. I don't want to hear it, and we're not going to hear it because you've got no standing. Is that just?
0: Is that just like? um,
1: Just like a Democrat?
0: No, but it's like it's like the automatic uh, default answer. To, uh, when they don't want to answer something, they don't want to look into this lawsuit. Uh, well, just to say that there was no standing. We won't uh, pursue that because... It's like a
1: gag reflect. You, yeah. know, you stick your finger down your throat, yes. you're going to gag. Yep. you know, And that's what's that's happening true. here. You're getting this gag reflect from the other side because you know we're, we're caught up in something that's being shoved down the throat of America. I was thinking, and- so
0: we were drive- I was driving back yesterday. I was... Thinking, you know, I, I truly believe that uh, we're in a the middle of a, of a war that's happening in the background right now that we're really not seeing on television well, every night. But you know, we're going against the deep state, and they don't go quietly. They got no, to they lose. don't.
1: And, and look, you know, if in 2018 Trump did away with the bankrupt corporation, that means that everything that is right now is not. Yeah, and so. This is like the eviction papers were handed out. You didn't pay your rent. You know, it's time for you to get out. That's right. They're not wanting to to get out, and they're arguing every case that they can that you had no standing to evict them because, 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 because.
0: Hey, have you ever wondered why when Trump goes places, uh, they have 17 cars in a motorcade like a president? I mean, most former presidents, when they travel right now, they might travel with two or three cars, you know, because they don't need that massive presence anymore. But when Trump, for example, went to Miami, it was a massive motorcade of, uh, they had the ambulance, they had everything with mm-hmm. him as he went to these different places. I'm going to play part two of her answer in a second, but you'll hear her say that, uh, um, well, I'll let her do the, I'll let her do the explaining because. She does a great job. Again, this is Jan Halper Hayes. She was on Great Britain News, and uh, she says what a lot of people won't say in this country. You will never hear her being interviewed in the United States on these networks. Nope. Even on the Fox News, they won't do it. Trust me. This is uh, part two of the interview.
2: Listen. That's the sense that we're getting from Trump's lawyer about what his defense is going to be. So he, this is all going to be based on free speech, the First Amendment in the U.S. Constitution, that he had a right to say what he believed, and mm-hmm. he believed uh, that the election results were not uh, as was put out. But the point is, if you live in a democracy and you believe in a democracy, then that means that even if you don't like the outcome of an election you respect that because it's a democratic vote?
3: Well, a, a democratic vote and so therefore he should be silent about it. So he, has maybe, a, he has a right to speak but the issue, of course, is if he then acts to subvert that election. Result. Oh, so that because you think he's being criticized because in Georgia, he said, can you find me 12,000 votes? Or, um, you know, the thing is, he didn't try to subvert anything. What he's really done is he set up the deep state to come out, and that's why we're seeing all these things. I mean, it just was revealed with whistleblowers and um, Hunter Biden's ex-best friend that in 2015, The head of Burisma gave Joe and Hunter Biden 10 million bribe in 2018. Hunter is—I mean, uh, Joe is on TV publicly saying that he threatened that unless they got the prosecutor fired, that um, he wasn't going to let them have their 1 billion in support. In 2019, Trump calls. Zielinski to find out about what went on to get the prosecutor fired, and he gets impeached. Mm. I mean, that's... We've lived with it for a long time.
2: I of, probably, I probably, I said, we're almost... I, said, I, just want, I just want to pick you up on one thing. You said earlier on, you know, um, Donald Trump has been very clear on this. Is he a man that you... I mean, look, he's about... a believable as a chocolate teapot, isn't it?
3: Look, I know that, oh, thank God you got the negativity in at the end and not the beginning. I can always count on you for that. Always.
2: Um, but it's a legitimate point to say that Donald Trump is a man who always speaks the truth. That can't be the case. I mean, it's hardly the case of any leader, to be fair, but, I mean, definitely not Donald Trump.
3: Well, I don't know if I said everything or always because i do call him the embellisher in chief because he's a marketer Um, but in terms of telling us things Optics. You better believe that he's very much a straight shooter in terms of actions that he's going to take or what he thinks needs to be done. You know, they made fun of him because they assumed he broke protocol and walked in front of the queen. No, if you go back and look at it, you will see he looked at her. She gave a wave with her hand. He proceeded She took a couple of steps, he stopped, and he waited for her to join. That was an optic to tell us that he then was going to bankrupt the U.S. corporation because it was the Vatican, the Crown, and the U.S. that was part since 1871. And we were giving you our tax dollars. We were paying back, you know, forget this Tea Party and without taxation, without representation. We owed you a lot of money because you helped us in the Civil War. And so that is what Trump has now, he told the Queen, I'm ending this, we're dissolving this corporation. We're going to go back to being a republic, and we'll all be separate. The pope wasn't happy. You should find the picture of him visiting the pope. It took 650 planes to remove our gold from the Vatican Bank. I'm
2: not very happy about it, Jan, to be perfectly honest. We can do with your money at the minute. <laughs> keep it flowing, I say. Um, Jan Halberhae, it's really good to see you. you Thank too. you very much,
3: yeah. You,
0: too. Did you hear the end there? 650 planes to remove the gold from the Vatican is what she said at the very end. Right. And they throw this stuff out there. You hear stuff like that and say, oh, that's conspiracies. By the way, I remember the picture, the picture of the Pope standing next to Trump. When you see this picture, it looks like the Pope is smelling something bad. And, uh, uh, you know, as opposed to the picture of him standing with Nancy Pelosi, you know, uh, from the woke left, uh, everything but uh, a a great Catholic. And uh, the Pope is standing there smiling, happy as can be.
1: So, they the need scenes. to get Trump out of the picture, out of sight, mm-hmm. so they can go and reinstitute this old deal. Because, yes, this is how they are making their money and how they're getting paid. Absolutely. And it's on the backs of the American people. So, what we have actually is a war. We're at war right now. Right now. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. The this, and by state... the way, speaking of this other, the, the speaking of war, this other war that we're participating in over in Europe. Mm-hmm. That's all part of the scheme. All part mm-hmm. of the plan.
1: So it's the free state versus the owned state.
0: Absolutely. I like that, Bill. I like that. The free state versus the owned state. And they well, want heard it to here own first. you. Yes. They yeah. want to own, they want
1: to own yeah. us. So if if you say I'm a free person, you should go back and start at the beginning and listen to the whole show. Yeah. Why? Because we did kind of walk it up. We didn't plan this, but we did kind of walk it up. But we're at war. Free state against the owns. Yeah. Yeah. She just she dotted all the I's, crossed all the T's. And that explains everything that's going on the news. And now you got to wonder how many people are going along with this that are, you know, compliant or complacent with it that have not a damn clue as to what's going on. Well, I think in Washington,
0: DC I think there's such a a subculture, a, 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 a subgovernment, not culture sub government that has run uh, con- consistently and constantly um, forever. I mean, presidents will come and go, administrations come and go, you know, they're on the left, they're on the right. but all that stuff is is like uh, fluff and, and the real government, that has their hands on our throat, right, is that mm-hmm. sub-government, that deep state. And that deep state doesn't change. They're there all the time. I mean, when right. they leave, somebody steps into their uh, their shoes who has been trained, you know.
1: Well, think come... about this, though. It, it, right now, because of the free state versus the own state, mm-hmm. and you had that corporation in effect. There are a lot of times they say, "Well, the economy's out of control. We've got to put like what's going on right now it has nothing to do with Biden." But they do different things. If we didn't have uh, the the owned state, if we weren't beholden to the Queen and the Pope, what's what's wrong with this country? Running out of control to where we just sit there and we the perfect machine was built, and we climbed to new heights and new you know, new financial uh, benchmarks at, and freedoms.
0: All you have to do is look at what happened during the Trump administration. He put sanctions on the Chinese. We started making mounds and buckets and loads of of uh, money uh, that we were never making from uh, our, our relationship with China. Uh, we became a very independent country when it came to fuel. It's yeah. just the way, it, I mean, we were making uh, money hand over fist. We weren't re- not relying on the Saudis or the Venezuelans with their dirty crude. We were doing it with our own good crude under our feet. We right. had reserves that were fully tapped off. We were doing just fantastic, thank you very much. And that irritated the living daylights out of the deep state. That made it look at just look at our border. Just look at the darn border. I mean, what country in its in its right mind would say, uh, remove all the protection and all the filtration and all of the the security? Uh just let them come in. Just just mm-hmm. let, and don't stop them. Just as a matter of fact, put them on buses and bring them to, to cities around the country. And uh, don't even ask them what they're going to do in those cities. Just let them go. Just let them go. By Good. the way, Bill, I went to a mall on, uh, on mm-hmm. Saturday up in, uh, in Massachusetts and I sat there because I got my bum knees and stuff. So my family was out shopping and I sat around and I, did a lot of people watching. I don't know really you do that. I mean, a lot of old people do that. You know, we, we it's, it's like a, it's almost like a, a sport uh, to sit there and, and to watch people walk around. First of all, in this mall, I would venture to say that, uh, uh first of the, 80% of the people were mm-hmm. overweight and had a, a, a weight problem. And I was thinking, boy, that, that, that really is a pandemic. That's the pandemic. The pandemic is that, We've let ourselves go as a nation and we better get our act together and start. If we do anything, we should be promoting getting people back into shape and helping. Well, them we're being late.
1: fattened for the slaughter. We're yeah. like pigs running <laughs> yeah. around. Yeah.
0: The other thing, Bill, is the, other, the other thing is this, the, um, I would say 55, 60% of the people walking around were speaking Spanish.
1: Oh, and oh, yeah, well,
0: wow. isn't that interesting? You know, uh, this is, uh, This is a
1: new dynamic. Well, yeah, and it's it might be, we might have passed the point of no return on the language barrier because it used to be, you come to this country, it's okay that you speak a foreign language. That's great. You know, but you have to learn our language. And English has always been the universal language. And what does it say, Bill? It says, when you come to
0: this country and you speak a foreign language and you make the effort... To to learn the language of the United States, which is English, it means that you want to participate. You believe right. in what we do and you but want to people participate. People that
1: come here now don't want to participate because they don't, they don't have to. And You look at all the people that have crossed the border illegally. They're demanding their rights. What the hell rights do you have? You came across hey, the border illegally. I saw uh, there was a
0: demonstration in Chicago. And they were all illegals so that were demonstrating, yeah. holding up signs, and the signs said, "We want jobs, we want better housing, and we want, uh, you know, whatever they, transportation." They were, they were, de- but it wasn't like,
1: "Please give us." It was, "We want this." They're demanding, and yes. they're demanding rights that they don't have. But Biden is ready to give it to them, and he is not a legitimate president. And what has Trump said when he gets back
0: into office? He said they're going to be shipped back, politely. But, they're going to be you know, humanely, but they're going to be shipped back. And don't think for one second that he'll be the first president to do that because Dwight David Eisenhower did just that. There was a big onslaught after World War II of illegals into our country, and Dwight Eisenhower, without much fanfare because the media was on his side at the time, he shipped them all back, and he wasn't quite so nice about it. They got in the back of pickup trucks and, uh, you know, uh, army vehicles and phew, on their get way. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. yeah. And Trump said he's, he's going to find where they are in the d- different cities. And, you know, the police departments know where they are. The, mm-hmm. the people know, they, they, you know, they're getting free stuff, and they can't. a lot of them can't get jobs. So all you have to do is find out where they're getting the free stuff, and you can package well, them up and send them back.
1: Yeah, they're getting free stuff, but, you know, American manufacturing is shutting down. As we speak right now, the news is not reporting it, but they're shutting down. You know, uh, do we have the cleanest food supply in the world? No, actually, we don't anymore. Maybe it's clean, but there's so much disease and famine and chemicals that's in our food supply, it's ridiculous. Why do you think people are dying of cancer everywhere? You know, something, a little pack of uh, energy drink that's 10 calories, got aspartame in it, a chemical, fake, Sugar that causes cancer. We're killing our population. Hey, listen. We know this stuff is bad. I got
0: some of my coffee right now. Please, I'm trying to. You know, I think you're right. But but yeah,
1: but we're 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 doing all of this stuff, and you know we've got Tyson is shutting down four plants. I was going to mention that. Yeah, we are not producing the food. The damage may be so uh, so far down the tubes. That yeah, we're we're existing off of reserve supplies.
0: And Bill, we- let that four those four plants. That's just in addition to the what the other hundred we've talked about in the past that
1: uh, have closed down in the last year or so. We are going to be starving very soon. And what what better way to kill off a population than to sit there and say, "Well, we're sorry, we're doing everything we can." You're going to have to. Uh, ration foods. Hey listen, and we're going to have to sit there sorry you you old folks or you people that are disabled. Uh, we got to make some decisions. You here. know what you might
0: want to do folks? You might want to go out and buy yourself some vegetable seeds. Vegetable
1: seeds. You know what you seeds. might want to do is go in and go to the discount stores and go to the food pantries, sign yourself up because they cannot ask you. They cannot ask you. Let me again say, they cannot ask you about any of your finances. Go into the food pantries, take what is allowed to be given to you, but get food that way. And then go into the stores, the discount stores, the dollar stores, and whatnot, and buy up the canned goods. Take two or three hundred bucks and buy the canned goods and store them because they're going to be around for a long time. Don't open it. When you open it, you got to consume it. But then have your own supply. When Jan Helper Hayes was talking on
0: that interview we were talking a few few seconds ago, you heard her say, and it's so true, Trump had to do what he's doing because if he he exposed what was really going on just after the 2020 election, there would have been a civil war. I think there's still going to be. Well, you know, Bill, I think that could happen. I'm not going to say it won't happen, but it could happen uh, because people are fed up. People are fed up. For example, I haven't got the audio, but I heard it on the way up yesterday. Mm -hmm. Um, The audio was of uh, Mitch McConnell in Kentucky. In Kentucky. He is the senator. He (laughs) is the minority leader. He's the minority leader, you know, in the the Senate. And he was out there trying to speak. And the crowd in unison was chanting, chanting, retire, retire. I mean, they were chanting on mass and they were drowning him out so he couldn't actually speak he couldn't speak he tried to speak over them and they wouldn't let him this is Mitch McConnell
1: how many years does he have left I think this is it I mean you saw
2: what happened no, how
0: many
1: years him. does he have left to serve this term
0: I think he has probably uh three and a half three so no, six is that years. enough
1: time for somebody to endear themselves to the public so that they would get reelected oh yeah I think. see the reason is is that the Republicans put a poison pill. You got a Democratic governor there and usually the governor gets to pick who fills that seat which would be a democrat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not in Kentucky. They the Republicans were smart at one time and made it a law that if Mitch McConnell for any reason has to step down, they have to put a Republican in. Yeah. Well, so now's the time for him to step down if he is loyal to is party a couple of things I want to mention before we run out
0: of time? Because I looked at the clock on the wall. The Attorney General of West Virginia is trying to get uh, trying to help Trump out and get the case against Trump in D.C. moved to West Virginia. He thinks I that think Trump that would can't be get great. A, he can't get a fair shake, and I I think that's uh, but you know she's that's not a
1: Democratic let, state.
0: Why not? She's not going to let that happen. She's th- that judge down in D.C. She's going to get her her two cents in her moment in the, uh, so what do you think is going to
1: happen with uh,
0: Trump's trial? I think that he's going to be found guilty in DC. I think that on appeal, he'll be found innocent. Uh, and I think that I think all of this is flushing out the deep state, everybody who you see, who is going after Trump right now, uh, unbeknownst to them, I think they're actually letting the world
1: see who they are. There was no insurrection. There's more mounting evidence that, uh, January sixth was uh, a, a Democrat operative, uh, or you know, uh, you know, it was a, it was something that they put together. Yeah, they knew about and security and everything was hired well beforehand, as if they knew something was going on. In other words, it was a setup. They're going to have to
0: they're going to have to litigate January sixth in the Trump trial, and when and if that's on television, forget that January sixth committee. They're going to bring people up under oath during the Trump trial, and Trump's lawyers are going to get a chance to lay it on the line, lay everybody out. He didn't do anything.
1: He didn't do anything wrong there. And that that should come out. But they want to sit there and get him on treason charges to where because if they sit there and convict him and they throw treason in there, Mm -hmm. they'll they'll say there is no time to wait for an appeal. They're going to try to Execute. They they're pushing to execute him. Oh, I know. This could. They don't want this guy to be around the
0: planet. Never mind around politics. Um, I want to play one thing before we leave. Uh, this is kind of stepping to the side, but it's interesting. Uh, you know about Dylan Mulvaney and that whole fiasco. I about Light. Dylan. Yeah. 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 Well, Anheuser Bush heir Billy Bush says his ancestors would have rolled over in their grave. Uh, if they saw mm-hmm. Bud Light marketing their product with a, cha- a transgender influencer. And I want to play the audio for you. This this is Billy Bush, a direct heir of Anheuser-Busch, the company that uh, actually made Bud Bud and Bud Light. Uh, I guess they've sold it out. To, he's no longer the owner. But, you know, he probably has what millions. A German in- company bought it. He, yeah, they did. I think, but he probably has millions of dollars still in stock. So, oh yeah, he, he has a uh, he, he has a say. Anyway, here's what he said:
4: Billy Bush. Um, you must have strong opinions about
5: the um the Dylan Mulvaney campaign. Yeah, Dylan Mulvaney campaign. Uh, I think my family, my ancestors would have rolling over in their grave. They were very patriotic. They loved this country and what it stood for. Um, They believed that transgender, um, gays, that sort of thing, was all a very personal issue. Um, They loved this country because it is a free country and people are allowed to do what they want. But it was never meant to be on a beer can and never meant to be pushing people's faces. So they would have... um, they, they they would have never marketed their brands that way as you know A- AB was one of the greatest marketers um, ever in any in any business um, and they were incredible with what they came out with the Clydesdales the frogs the the uh, the lizards all the different all the different promotions they had, all the different advertising they had. And the last thing they would have done was to get as controversial as they did, um, as InBev has with uh, Dylan Mulvaney advertising. Do you
4: think that, I mean, look, when well, the motivation behind it was clearly inclusiveness, um, what do you think of the reaction to, what, uh, to that Instagram post? Um, because the reaction was seismic.
5: Yeah you know I think people who drink uh beer I think they're your um they're your common folk I think they um are the blue collar worker who goes out and works hard every single day and the last thing they want pushed down their throat um you know or or to be drinking is a um beer can with uh with that kind of message on it i just don't think that's that's what they're looking for they want their beer to be truly american truly patriotic as it always has been truly america's beer which bud light um was and probably isn't any longer
0: yeah, that's Billy Bush, uh, the heir to Anheuser-Busch. Uh, and he's saying, Grandpa would have rolled over in his grave. And he said, InBev, that's the company that you were talking about, that German
1: company. Uh, yeah. they, they they destroyed the brand. Terrible marketing. Embed you know? like a bunch of inbreds, I guess. I don't know. When you say <laughs> Budweiser, you said it all. Apparently not, because Dylan had something to do with that. That's true. Um, oh, jeez. You know, what
0: he said, though, what Billy Bush said is what the InBev people should have said, what the chairman of Anheuser-Busch should have said now. He, you know, we made a mistake. You know, we are uh, we're an American company, and we've, uh, we're proud of our history, and we we apologize for making a mistake because, hey, friends make mistakes. Even the best of friends make mistakes, and we made a mistake and move on. But they, to this day, Anheuser-Busch, or well, they pulled the – they pulled the ad and they tried to keep a low profile and they tried to put other ads on that oh. uh, took your attention away, but they didn't catch on because the people are too smart. Too well, smart. Billy,
1: Billy Bush could sue them because. In that's the number, true. Because they have defamed his name. Yeah, that's a good point. A family name. It has nothing to do with the beer. Say, so, hey, you can keep the beer company and the recipe and everything because we would make another. But you know what? You've defamed our name, so please change it to Embed Beer. You know, I like that. I like that. That's a... it's, an, it's Embed Beer. And maybe then if, Dylan can be your spokesperson. Maybe if Billy's listening, Billy Bush, if you're listening
0: to our podcast, you never know. I mean, when you do a podcast, you throw it out there, right? And you never know who's listening. And uh, maybe yeah, or-
1: even Ed McMahon would come, you know, out from the grave to say, That's yeah. right, sir. <laughs> you know, it's in bed beer. <laughs> yes, sir. Ed McMahon. Oh, my gosh. You Bush. say Bush, you've said it all. Well, he looked like a Bush man, you know? That's true. Yeah, well, he you drank say a lot of Budweiser. beer. You've said it you've all. Said it all.
0: <laughs> hey, buddy, we've done it. Uh, another show in the can. Good to be back. Here's the can. I missed this. You know, I like getting away. In- no,
1: you like you like having a say because you sure as hell don't get it from the news that's no. out there. I know. man. The it, recycled news. That's what it is, is recycled news. It's one story played over and over and over again in a loop. Yeah. It's recycled news. Boy, by the way, yesterday, driving through the Laurel Mountains in western Pennsylvania,
0: we hit some weather, Bill. It was like somebody turned the garden hose on and you couldn't see the front of your car. And I thought, well, this is fun at 65 miles an hour and uh, <laughs> but for women in got... the car
1: too that that was really fun. you driving? actually
0: the yeah actually the good thing about it is uh, instead of two eyes looking at the road,
1: I had six all oh, of and yeah, uh, my all wife of... and my daughter you know and telling you how to drive that car. That's okay. <laughs> and you know what I do
0: after all these years of being uh, married, I listen. I listen. Well that's I'm, a good I'm, idea. A,
1: after all okay. these years of being married, you should yeah. listen if you don't I'm very listen, well I'm very well yeah. trained. You didn't learn anything if you don't listen. That's true. Hey, buddy, I hope you... Oh, by the way,
0: if you want to contact us, I almost wrapped us up without giving the contact number. Our contact number,
1: 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868. And there's mail at itsanotherday.com, mail at itsanotherday.com. Okay, so you've had... What, four days, five days to relax the
0: cricoid muscle in your throat? So you should Tricoid be nice. cricoid muscle, yeah. You, you, yeah, you should be ready to lay it on. With you want me to wake up everybody in this building. I think it's it's about time they all get up. Hasta
1: la vista, baby. We're out of here. Oh, I like it.
0: The Voice of Freedom.